here today on our third episode on Ready, Set, God Podcast. Today we're going to touch on shame versus God's love and grace. This is a good one, you guys. This is big. Joseph is going to go into a couple different verses that he did research on. Yes, so I did a little bit of research and hopefully this can help some people out there that's dealing with shame. And we have to understand that there's different type of tactics that the devil likes to use. And one of his major biggest tactics or tool he likes to use is shame. Because shame produce, when you we have that feeling of shame, you start to have a feeling of doubt. So shame produces doubt. And once you have that feeling of doubt, doubt can lead to having your faith be dimmer or lesser. Think about it this way. Imagine having a bright light. The bright light is God. It's it's very bright. It feels good. And then you do something and you're just like, oh no, I don't want God to see this. And shame overwhelms you. So then the light becomes dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And then you may find it hard to get back. So the shame starts to consume you. And that's his biggest tactic. That's what he wants to ultimately happen. And as a child of God, one of God's promises is that he will always love us and never lose grace for us. Jesus went on the cross for us to die and free us from sin. Sin ultimately becomes shame. When you sin, when you do something that you know is against God's will and grace, you feel shameful. But you have to always remember, like I said in the beginning, shame is a tool the devil used to hold us back in life and prevent us from moving forward to the things God wants us to experience. Some of the reasons why the devil used shame to hold us back from God's promises because shame produced doubt. And when we are in doubt, our faith becomes dim. But we must know that God's love and grace overcome shame. Our heavenly fathers knows everything that we're doing and everything that we're going to do because he loves us. Now, this does not mean that shame is a bad thing. It's going to happen, but don't let it consume you. Remember that the grace of God, his unconditional love will bring you back to that light, that bright light that we all need to be around, surrounded by. Exactly. So let's talk about a person in the Bible who, who is the apple of God's eyes and how he had to deal with shame from his sin. We all know the story of King David. King David had an affair with a married man's wife named Bathsheba. Now Bathsheba's husband was very loyal to King David. But when Bathsheba was pregnant with King David's child, King David ordered Bathsheba's husband to be in more danger, which caused him to lose his life. 
just so he wouldn't feel ashamed of what he did. I want to bring it back to what we're kind of going through in this world. There's a lot from the pandemic, COVID-19, from the movements that are happening, Black Life Matters. Not saying that this just happened because it's been happening for years, lots of years. But um, for the people that this is their time to understand and they can't believe what's going on. Don't let that shame overwhelm you because it's so easy to go get overwhelmed on this. Remember, God has us in the palm of his hand. God has the whole world in the palm of his hand. Go back to the light. God is our light and always will be no matter what we do. Now, the prophet Nathan spoke to King David by his transgression in God's eyes. That's 2 Samuel 12, 7-14. God said to King David, Why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in my eyes? King David replied and said, I have sinned against the Lord. God, being the loving God and graceful Father, forgave David for his sins. King David loved God with all his heart. Because God knows how hungry David is for him. Despite King David's failure, God judges the heart. In the Bible, it says that King David longed and pursued justice and mercy for God's people. He longed to do works that were pleasing to God even when his life was at risk. He showed many times that he loved and desired truth, integrity, more than his own life. Because of that, King David never doubted God's love and grace for him. And we need to use him as an example of not to allow the devil to use shame to hold us back from God's grace and love. Romans 3, 23, 24 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. You got to remember, people, you're going to fall short, but you cannot allow the shame and the guilt that you feel after you've fallen short. It might be from pornography. It might be from cursing. It might be from stealing. It might be from... Having sex with a married man's wife. See, everybody has a different type of shame. See, there's different shame. And God says that every sin is the same, right? But the devil knows what triggers each and one of us. And when we finally know the word of God, knowing that we all are going to fall short of his glory, but we cannot allow that to hold us back. Because every day is a new day. Every day is a new beginning. So you might be shameful of this sin, but not that sin. But the more and more you walk in the spirit of God, the more and more you understand the wisdom, which is God's word, that you should be ashamed. Because once you start changing one area, you have have no choice but to change the other area. It's, it comes with shame and the devil knows that. As long as the devil can keep you shame on one area, you won't, you'll be shaming all the other areas. I mean, you'll lack the faith in every other area that you need help in. So we always have to remember God's glory and God's grace and God's this wonderful being of giving us free will, giving us the, the, the power to pray to him when we do fall, to, to ask for forgiveness because God judges the heart. This is another example. So there's two men. One came from England and one came from London. Both of them drive on the left side of the road. Both men came down to America. And the England man and the London man were driving on the left side instead of the right side. Well, the police officer stopped both of them one at a time and said, do not do that again. One can say, this is the shame talking. You feel guilty. You know that you shouldn't do it again. So the England person isn't stuck in traffic as well as the London person the following day. 
they get the sudden urge to, since it's a familiar habit that they've done before in the past, to want to drive on the other side of what they're used to driving on. The England person does it. The London person thinks more about it, but doesn't. Well, guess what? Guess who was at the end of the road? The police officer. The police officer was at the end of the road and stopped the England guy and stated, didn't I tell you yesterday not to drive on the other side of the road? We drive on the right, not the left. Therefore, I'm going to give you a ticket. Many of you guys know if you continue with the shame, it will lead to consequences with God. Doesn't mean that his love is any less for you, just means that you have to pay consequences because you knew better. So shame It doesn't feel great, but it's actually a good thing so that we can grow, so we can have maturity. And we have to know not to let it over consume us and that God loves us so much. And that's why he gave us these different feelings. Exactly. And going back to King David's story, when he basically told God that he had sinned against the Lord and God said, you are forgiven. But he still told David that his child he was having with Bathsheba would be taken away. As bad as that sounds, a lot of times when you sin, stuff happens. But God said he wouldn't be a father if he doesn't punish his own children. But you have to remember that God is protecting for something that's greater, something that the devil wants to take away from you. He's trying to protect you from that danger like a father would. But with that being said, King David and Bathsheba was able to birth a second son. I'm pretty sure you guys know who the second son is. King Solomon. So just because you've fallen short of God's grace does not mean you've fallen short of what God wants you to have in life. God just going to reprogram you, reboot you, and put you back on that path. But now you're stronger and wiser than you were before. So you cannot, we cannot let shame hold us back from God's glory, God's grace, and what God has intended for us in life. Want us to experience, want us to see and feel that milk and honey. We have to hold on to that end goal. When you ever feel that shame, think about your goals and your your happiness, where you want to be at, and focus on that rather than focusing on the shame. Because the shame is going to hold you back. It's going to deviate you from your end goal. Your end goal might be getting married. Your end goal might be starting up a business. Your end goal might be buying your first property. Fill in the blank. Your end goal might be fill in the blank. Focus on that rather than focus on the shame. And then when the shame comes back, when that temptation comes back again, that might lead you to fall short. Remember how you felt when you did fall short and focus on the end. And I promise you, you will overcome the shame because God's love and grace overcomes shame. We're living in a time that's so uncertain. So just know that God loves you no matter what type of shame overwhelms you. No matter where you are in your life, he has us all. He has the world in his hand. Amen. He has the whole world in his hand. That's a beautiful song. And we heard that song today earlier with the great ministry. It was a perfect message. So you always got to remember that God has the whole world in his hand. God is our pilot. And this is shame versus God's love and grace. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you guys will understand the difference between shame and God's love and grace. Which one's more powerful? And we all should know that God's love and grace is more powerful. This is the Ready, Set, God. 
Forgot podcast. I'm Joseph. And I'm Kai. We need you guys to like, share, and comment, right? Subscribe to the podcast. Let your neighbors know. Let your family members know. Let your coworkers know. And don't forget to give us some feedback. Yes, we need all the feedbacks, man. Like these guys be saying, we want all the smoke, right? <laughs> give us the feedbacks. We want it all, man. We appreciate everyone that been following us, listening to us. This is the third episode, Shame versus God's Love and Grace. Stay tuned for episode four. We have more and more and more content that we want to throw to you guys. And we just appreciate the love and everything, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this music right here we're about to play. This is a great song, My Father's House. You guys need to go ahead and download it. Whatever you got, whatever subscription you have, download this song. And every time you feel shame, play this song. Play this song over and over again on the way to work, leaving work, while at work, wherever you're at. Play this song. And I promise you this song's going to help you get over whatever you feel. Have a good one, you guys. See ya. Get lost in my mistakes What looks to me like weakness Is a canvas for your strength And my story isn't over My story's just begun And failure won't define me Cause that's what my father does Yeah, failure won't define me Cause that's what my father does Father's house, check your shame.